Yo, it's Tyler the Creator, and I'm here to say Ben Baller a bitch. He ain't even pay me for this motherfucking drop. Listen to this booty ass podcast. <laughs> Love. Behind the baller, my life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and left behind the baller. Welcome, everybody, to a championship episode of BTB. Let me first start off by saying, fuck you, Tyler. You couldn't just do a normal drop for your boy, huh? Someone who's known you since you were fucking 16. Like, you can't just do a regular, normal, just a fucking drop. Just say, listen to Behind the Baller, this is Dial of the Creator. No, you can't do that. Anyways, look at y'all. Welcome to the award-winning, chart-topping, Behind the Baller podcast show. I am your host, Ben Baller not Ben Humble. But today, I truly am the Korean Alex Caruso. Straight from the G Leagues to a championship motherfucking Lakers ring on my finger. Yo, shout out to anybody who needs that Copenhagen hair grooming product shit that can't grow a beard. Look, we got a fucking banging episode in store for y'all today. The Los Angeles Lakers are the 2020 NBA world champions. This is our 17th world title. We tie this shit for the most NBA championships with the bitch ass Boston Celtics. But yo, we got chips in every decade. Okay. We got current rings, right? I don't give a fuck if we're tired with Boston for chips. They can't say the same shit. Okay. I woke up so fucking ecstatic. I don't even know what to do with myself. Okay. I currently own six official Lakers championship rings, and I hope to add this new one to my collection. But we'll see. Um, one thing for sure is there's just too much gold talk at this moment right now. So let me take a really quick gold break. You know how the price of gold has been skyrocketing lately, right? There's an easy way to buy gold through our friends at Acre. Acre lets you subscribe to gold bars for as little as $30 a month. You pay each month, and once your gold stash reaches the price of their gold bars, they discreetly ship Acre Gold to your house. And just recently, Acre has introduced a new $100 a month subscription to a 5 gram gold bar. Acre lets you invest in physical gold without coming out of the pocket all at once. Acre keeps you updated via email on your gold stash every month and ships out once you reach the price threshold. With Acre, taking physical delivery of your gold means it's safe and sound in your hands. Acre ships your gold directly and discreetly to your door. Visit getacregold.com forward slash baller and start investing in physical gold today. Make sure you go to this URL 
because Acre is giving away gold. To qualify for the giveaway, tweet or post why you should be the recipient and mention at get underscore Acre. All right, again, that's getacregold.com forward slash baller. Thank you, Acre Gold, for supporting the show. So, yeah, I see the losers. I see you little haters, right? I, I see and hear the asterisk talk. Like, let me just say this first off, all right? The Lakers spent 100 days in the bubble, okay? The NBA did that shit right, okay? But imagine, they couldn't see no thoughts. They couldn't see their family for a long time. They couldn't get no ass. They couldn't really eat what they wanted to eat. People were like, oh, poor thing. No, fuck you. They worked. They deserve everything they got. And they weren't able to live their life. They did this for us. No fans, no nothing, okay? And the Lakers were crushing the fucking league pre-COVID, okay? We were going to fuck shit up, period. Had there been no pandemic, the Lakers would have swept all these teams, okay? They would have fucking put them on vacation early, all right? Some of you clowns have the fucking audacity to say that this was an injured Miami team. Some of you guys had the fucking gall to say, who did we play? Who did the Lakers play? Excuse me, fuck doses. Look, this Miami team, fully healthy, fully stacked, whoever the fuck, everyone you need on this fucking team would have never made it to the finals had they faced who we faced on our road to the fucking finals, okay? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like I'm being serious, right? Yes, there are guys saying, give the Heat some credit. You know what I mean? They got here. Give them credit for what? They're a professional basketball team, okay? Yeah, the Miami Heat, Vegas odds was 75 to 1 favorite to win the championship, right? Or was it 75 to 1 to even get to the finals? Either fucking way. Guess what? You know what that means when you're 75 1 underdog? That means you weren't invited. Okay? That means you, the, the Miami Heat entered the finals uninvited. That means they crashed the party. And you know what happens to party crashers? They get shown the fucking door. All right? And the Lakers put them down, period. You already know in the third quarter it was fucking ugly when it was a 34-point lead, all right? In the second, everything. Yo, shit was out of control, okay? They entered the fucking fourth quarter with a 30-point lead. It was going to be a 25, 30-point L, but you know what? They was having fun. Yeah, LeBron stayed in the game and everything else, whatever, but I'm just saying, look, the Heat, in the last four minutes, they were trying hard as fuck to score. Look, they already took Jimmy out the game. They've already accepted it. Eric Spolster was like, yo, this is a rap, fuck it, you know what I mean, whatever. He was sick to his stomach, you know what I'm saying, to his little Filipino stomach. But they were trying hard as fuck just to get the little points in. They were really trying because they wanted to get the game, the final score, to be in single digits. They didn't want anybody to think, you know, later, like, like it fucking made any fucking, who cares, all right? Trying to spare any more fucking embarrassment. It was fucking embarrassment. It, it was a fucking embarrassment, okay? I told you guys that this shit was a joke, all right? We beat ourselves, okay? So yeah, Miami Heat, you guys get an E for effort, and then you get a GTFOH for get the fuck out of here, okay? Second place is kind of like 12th place to me, 
right? There ain't no silver medals in the finals. Ain't no fucking second place, okay? Ain't no almost. Oh, they came so close. Oh, they, you know what? They, we came so close. We, we almost won it. Yeah, not close enough, you fuck. All right? It's like saying, like, oh, you know what? I took her panties off. I got to smell the vagina. I got, oh, you know what? I even got to lick it. Okay, but did you get to stick your dick inside of it and beat it up? No. All right? So again, I'd like to say congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers, the entire team, the entire staff, the front office, the entire community. In fact, the, the whole, the Lake Show fans, all that, okay? This win was for Kobe. That was for Gianna. That was for my motherfucking dog, Nipsey Hussle. May they all rest in peace. It's a fucking beautiful time regardless. You know what? I don't want to hear shit. If anything, it's fucking tougher to win in those conditions, all right? So look, I'm going to keep it all the way funky right now. I'm low-key disgusted that there were fucking literally 100,000 idiots last night that went to Staples Center to celebrate, okay? And I saw very few masks. Like, I barely saw any. Yeah, I saw the dude in the bubble who was trying to be cute and all sort of... I don't give a fuck, okay? Like, I'm disappointed. We really are in a pandemic. You know that. Why prolong this pandemic? Why? The case is already going up all over the country right now. Why? Like, I know you don't give a fuck. You guys are young. You should live your life. Boom, I don't have a fucking job. You got every fucking excuse in the world. You know, live your life, da-da-da, whatever. YOLO, what the fuck it is. YOLO, whatever fucking acronym, tote, fucking little saying you guys are saying now. But how about not being so selfish? For some of you who live with your mom, your dad, grandparents, whatever, someone old. It's like sad, man, truly. Like, I know you guys are savages, but like, really it's just poor judgment, okay? I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just being real, man. We're in a fucked up time right now. Take that W and let's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep it low key. Not low key, low key, but you know, like, fuck, you got to come down to downtown LA, you know? There was no kind of social distancing. But okay, look, when you guys are complaining or someone is going to be like, yo, man, I got a hospital bill, man. It's just fucking 40 racks, man. Let's just say it's only one out of fucking, you know, 300 people. And be like, oh, whatever. It's going to be that one dude to be like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, I got COVID, man. And I'm on a fucking respirator. And this fucking bill just came back and it's 100 racks. You know what, man? Grow the fuck up. All right. Pay some taxes. And see how shit works in the world. Okay. But yo, I am happy for my city. All right. No cap. I'm happy. Ordered my little championship fucking uh, shirt. For those asking, look, my boy Jason got the contract for the rank. So I'm not really tripping. Whatever it is, what it is. But yo, the Dodgers are next. We're going to get to this motherfucking World Series. We're going to turn up. And then it's just fucking, it, LA is lit. And you know, for the record, look, I don't know how many times I got to say this because the Seahawks got, got a good chance of going to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? We're, we're looking fucking better. The year we went to the Super Bowl, we weren't 5-0. and no. Okay? So for the record, I don't know how many times I need to say this, but the LA Rams are not my team and they will never be a true LA team to me. Okay. Now, after a while, let's say 10 years and so far, Stadium, yes, they did the, the, all the foundation, all the right shit that they needed to do. Okay. But, you know, I found a home for an NFL team nine years ago. And it wasn't really by choice. You know, it kind of like stumbled upon me and was like, hey, man, all the stars aligned. You know what I mean? And, and it made sense. 
and it wasn't like a business decision. It was organically done, okay? Obviously with Friendly Earth and, you know, my crib and a scala and all that shit, you know? I was like, fuck. I never had a second home before, really, you know what I mean? I'm, shit, Seattle, okay, cool. But let me say this. The Rams, when they were in Southern California, they weren't an L.A. team, no matter what the fuck the name was, okay? But I will say this about the Rams. When I see Aaron Donald, like when I just see him on the screen, I get asthma attacks. I get scared, all right? <laughs> when I see him play, I get shook, okay? So I'm low-key, a little, I'm, I'm a little, it could get a little spooky with the Rams in a few weeks, all right? And so that's going to lead us into NFL talk right now um, behind the baller. I don't even know what we did in the betting stats. And look, I know we're still winning. You know what I mean? I have a winning record. And uh, my bookie AGs, you know, I got mad love for them. I think I just cashed out last week. But yo, for the moment right now, I don't know what we did. If we were five and six, if we were nine and whatever, I know it was a fucking weird ass weekend. I'll tell you that. Okay. I lost some big bets. That's for sure. You know, there were some big upsets, especially look at the Seahawks. They didn't cover. Do you know what I mean? But again, who fucking cares? Because I live in the real world, right? And speak about my Seahawks, Russell Wilson is really the GOAT. Now, in this podcast, 123 fucking episodes, how many times have I used that word GOAT? Less than three, right? I hate using that term too, okay? But Russ is the fucking goat. He is a winner. He is a fucking beast. That motherfucker is the coolest. Like, yo, man, I know he's super PC and I'm not really a PC person. And, you know, the way he goes about things is just like, you know, there's not enough spice in certain areas. He's just a very decent person is what I'm trying to say. Okay. That motherfucker gets all my respect. Not that he never didn't have it before. Just, you know, like everyone just kind of like, it's like everyone's like, oh, Russell Wilson, this Russell Wilson, that, of course. You know, I love him. He's my, he's my quarterback. He's, you know, he's he's the man. I just, you know, I focus on a lot of the other players, you know what I mean? Especially any of the new cats, you know, little just, you know, like Blair and people like that, you know. I, I just I always gravitated towards the, the lower key players. But, yo, that game versus the Vikings, man, yo, going, being down 13-0 and just like, what the fuck is going on here? And then it was just like that whole first half was just shit. Right. And I'm like, we play catch up on, on a lot of games, you know, but and every game is a fucking heart attack. Every Seahawks game is a fucking heart attack with us. OK. But goddamn, we need to tighten up that short pass defense, our short pass defense. We need to tighten up the fucking run defense. Like what the fuck was going on? They had a motherfucking special teams, third string motherfucking running back break for like 15 yard runs like what's going on you know what's really we, we really need jordan brooks back. we need jamal adams back i need jamal back for real like we're doing our thing it's just weird little small you know little plays here and there crucial ones but like just enough to you know our offense gets us out of trouble but yo we need some players back okay now we got a bye week this upcoming week so we can rest a bit but yo back to that game that last play by the Vikings at fourth and, and two, and they're on the fucking 20 right there in the red zone, and it's like to go for it instead of fucking kicking a field goal. I, 
look, man, I'm not an NFL coach. Again, I got a lot more experience than probably most of the people, if not 95% of the people listen to this show. But that was the dumbest fucking play ever. Okay. Kicking that field goal would have sealed the game pretty much. All right. That, that would have definitely sealed the game. It would, it would have put us out of reach. I have no idea. I couldn't fucking believe it, actually. You know? And again, it was raining really bad. It was raining cats and dogs and that motherfucker. So maybe they missed the field goal, too. I don't know. But that was the safer one for them to go for it. And we stopped them, yo, when we needed to. Yo, and then Russ got the ball with under two minutes left at our 20-yard line with only one timeout left. Yo, Russ led the troops to the promised land once again. And you already know the stats with us. I don't know what it is. I think we're like some stupid number, like 30 and, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 30 and, yeah, 30 and, oh. We're guaranteed, once we get into the red zone, we're, we're guaranteed to score, okay? And I know once we got into the red zone with a couple passes here and there, and we still had some time on the clock, I was like, yo, we got a little shot here. You know, I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, yo, it's getting, it's getting close. Like, this is getting ugly right now. You know, if they score here, boom, whatever. If they get this fucking first down, whatever the fuck it was, it was really not looking good for us, okay? So we get down to the goal line, all right? Second and goal, 30-something seconds left. DK Metcalf catches a touchdown. Yes, bitch, fuck you. If you in your car, headphones, fuck you. He caught a touchdown. He had both hands on it. He had control while he had two steps and then the ball fell out. All right, yeah, it was short and everything else. You know what? It was still a TD. I think at that moment, motherfuckers were having the momentum. They didn't want to fucking play bullshit with it. They didn't want to challenge it. Motherfuckers like, fuck this. Let's get this rocking. We're on the fucking goal line. Let's get it cracking. All right, that shit was a touchdown, period. It's fucking bullshit, okay? But we had to run it back, all right? Finally, with less than 20 seconds left, we're at fourth and goal. We're at the eight-yard line. And there it is. DK for the TD. Russ Wilson, no more plays left. That is it. Fourth and goal. You, there is no fucking getting a first down. There's no nothing. There could have been a PI. There could have been a... I'm saying that is it. It's raining like a motherfucker. Seattle weather. No more plays left. That is it. No more chances. And Russ throws... The real TD pass to DK for the motherfucking win. All right. We went for two just to make sure if any fuckery happened, you know what I'm saying? And they were fucking able to get something to happen in 15 seconds, kick a field goal, they would tie the game, whatever we'd still be in. But look, we sealed it. That was it. With 15 seconds left, we kicked that bitch out. It was a touchback. Boom. They're on the 20 yard lines. We locked their D up. Kirk Cousins, once again, choked on the fucking big plays. They needed their run game heavy. Their run game was good. I'll give it to the Vikings. They ran their asses off. They ran all through us, okay, on some plays. But guess what? We got the motherfucking W, okay? And today, we're 5-0. I know the Packers are 4-0. What the fucking, um, the Bills are 4-0. The Titans are 3-0. And uh, tomorrow night, that, you know, it's going to be fucking, there's only going to be, after tomorrow night, there's going to be three teams that are undefeated, all right? And on the whole other end of the NFL, guess what the Niners' records are? What's the Niners' record, Miles? I'm fucking with you, man. 
like I said, if you guys don't know, Miles Davis is a big, big time Niner fan. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I want everyone to please wish Miles Davis one half of the fantastic duo, the Dust Brothers. It is Miles Davis's birthday. Yo, Miles, totally forgot, man. Even though I shouted you on the text message. Happy belated birthday. It was yesterday. I hope you got everything you wanted. I love you, bro. You are really an amazing dude. You and Jordan are just fucking incredible. Anyways, back to your Niners. They're two and three, and they lost to the sorry-ass Dolphins. All right? The Niners played so fucking bad that I honestly couldn't believe it. Especially the way that the fucking Niners fandom talks to me. Like, the way I get these DMs, and like, oh, this and that, and every fucking excuse. They got everything to pick apart my defense and our team and this, whatever. Yo, are you guys watching the same games? Okay? You let fucking Miami, the Dolphins, okay? No Ray Finkel. You let Miami Dolphins, you let the Miami Dolphins score 43 points on you guys. Right? Yeah, I know you don't got boasts and all that bullshit. That's not my problem. All right? 43 points. We let the motherfuckers kick four field goals on us. You know, it is what it is, okay? But yo, Garoppolo got benched. The fuck they put in fucking crap of fucking whatever bullshit his fucking name is. And you know, Garoppolo's trying to be fucking cute, trying to come out there, not even fucking fully 100% back. But he was getting picked off like some cradle cap. You know what cradle cap is? Any of you guys who are parents out there, if you have multiple kids, one of your kids might have had cradle cap. All right? That shit ain't no fun. But that motherfucker was getting picked off like crazy. It was fucking sad, okay? I don't know. Anyways, the other Bay Area team. Actually, you know what? They're not a Bay Area team. What the fuck am I talking about? They're Las Vegas now. The Raiders balled their asses off. The Raiders balled. I don't know who the fuck's going to get a Raiders champion, who's going to get the Snickers chain this week. I honestly don't know. I watch a lot of football, but I don't know. We'll see. I will know in a little bit because there'll be some voting going on. But, yo, the Raiders balled hard. That was a legit good win against the fucking Chiefs. And as you guys know, um, I was a Raiders fan for a long time. And, um, you know, we hate the Chiefs. That's conference, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a low-key rivalry right there. You know, big time for fucking Gruden. Fuck Gruden. But um, they're going to have to run it back later. And we shall see, you know, what what it does and whatever. I don't give a fuck about the AFC. Would be fucking amazing if there was a Raiders-Seahawks uh, Super Bowl. But, you know, whatever. Uh, good win by the Raiders. Uh, prayers out to Dak Prescott. And um, I think all of you guys know, besides the Niners, I, I really don't like the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. I used to hate the Patriots, like, really, really tough. But Brady's not there anymore, so I just don't give a fuck and whatever. Fuck him. And his fucking uh, fifth down. Even though I don't fuck with the Cowboys, I feel for Dak, man. Just watching him hold his tears back. Look, Jerry Jones is a dirty, down low, diabolical, scumbag piece of shit. Okay? I hope Dak's injury, I mean, his ankle, I hope that shit was nasty looking. I hope he doesn't have a career um, injury. Hope it's just something for maybe the season, maybe less. Who knows? I hope the best. All right, but that shit looked fucked up, and I know it's not in the fucking Cowboys' best interest, like business-wise, to give Dak his paper, or they feel bad. They probably don't feel bad. Who fucking knows? But Dak got to find a new home. Fuck the Cowboys. All right, that, that's just some, man. 
he held out. You know, he had offers from when I was trying to stay with fucking Dallas and this is how they treat him. So anyways, that's going to wrap it up for sports and FYI. This weekend wrap-up episode today was supposed to have a very special guest, which was Coach John Beam of Laney College. And, you know, he's the coach for Laney College, and he's on the latest season of Last Chance U. Now, Last Chance U watched a couple different, you know, seasons that wouldn't hit that Laney College episode. That shit hit different, all right? And I recorded this interview with Coach John Beeb the other night to make it on to this episode. But since the Lakers took it to game six and won the chip and our world champions and the Seahawks won that heart attack game, I didn't want to overpower that interview. And, you know, this interview is fucking phenomenal, all right? By the way, thank you, Paul, for making that connect. We will bring Coach Beam on this Thursday's episode, episode 124. And Paul, I know you got that Savages podcast. I forgot what it's called, whatever. But yo, it's time for a break. Miles, sir, please give me some Lakey Lake. And guys, we'll be right back. So there's nobody on the planet like you. So why would you buy a generic mattress built for everyone else? Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. You're unique and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the Lux Deluxe mattress because they told me I needed it based on the quiz and they're right. This is the mattress I've been sleeping on and this mattress is the business. I'm sleeping well because of it and I'm living well. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store ever again. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com baller, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up from you if you don't like it, but you will like it. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash baller. So, yo, um, this weekend was really a vibe. It was chill, man. I felt like I wasn't so stressed out. Um, got this project that's, fuck, I don't know how much I can say. I need to fucking talk at tops, but... There's actually something that's coming out before the end of the year that's actually really dope. Um, I didn't expect it to be this cool, but I worked on it all weekend. But I was able to chill, stay at home. I rode the bike a little bit with my kids. And, um, 
you know, again, it was just super chill. I finished some jewelry jobs. I was able to actually do some some work at home with jewelry, starting to bring some things I can work on at home that doesn't have to do with toxic smells and stuff. Um, but yeah, more so just light work, jewelry favors for uh, for homies. Can't really say names until the jobs are finished because some of these are surprise gifts for people. Obviously, I told you I'm doing this General Mills cereal project, which is going to be fucking dope, especially the fact that um, it's kind of nostalgic, even though they, it's a more modernized figure. But, um, you know, silly rabbit tricks are for kids. It's going to be a dope-ass piece. This is going to be that piece that's going to fuck everyone up when it comes to corporate, you know, type of shit because you would never expect a major corporation like General Mills do something like this. But anyways, one of the small little jewelry pieces I made was for Tyler, the creator, this weekend. And, um, you know, uh, Tyler, it's been like seven months since I've seen him or since we've even talked really, right? And um, I guess he's been reaching out to me for a while. And, you know, we, we joke around so fucking much. He thinks I'm playing games and stuff. He thought I was ignoring him and I wasn't. But, you know, I blocked him on social media so he couldn't DM me. And then I unblock, it's just, I do weird shit, I get high and fucking whatever. But, you know, I had so many phone numbers that he messaged me on the wrong, uh, I guess on a different phone number, and he thought I was joking. You know, like, you message somebody, like, oh, this is not Ben. But you see, like, I messaged, like, stop fucking playing, you know, and it really wasn't me. So he had to reach out to uh, Jimmy, of all people, one of my employees, right? He reaches out to... <laughs> He reaches out to Jimmy, who barely speaks fucking English. Jimmy has learned how to speak English in the last, like, three years, okay? And when Jimmy showed me the screenshots, like, it was just fucking hilarious. It was just fucking funny. He's like, oh, how do I know this is the real Tyler? And Tyler sent him a fucking video. was like, N-word, right? He was like, N-word. Motherfucker, do you not see I'm verified? I have 10 million followers. That's really me. He sent him a video even. He sent a video, like a disappearing one where you could play like once or twice. And the video is like, bro, this is really me. I need to get this done, right? I need to get this flower done. Like, what's good? And um, just seeing the actual conversation in texts, because Jimmy's English is you know, very, it's not, Peter's not very good, his English isn't very good, so it's like, you know, proper English, but like, just it just was slow as a motherfucker, it was hilarious, and um, Tyler was fucking pissed, because, you know, he's like, what, so can we get it done, and Jimmy's like, no, I gotta talk to Ben, so anyways, he gave my phone number, and I got to connect with Tyler, and, and um, I hung out with him with days today, today's Monday, so yeah, Saturday afternoon, I pulled up on Tyler, we met up at a random ass place, we always meet up at the most random fucking places, and, um, yo, he still dresses like he's mod. It's crazy. His hair looks, actually, he looks cool. I like the style and everything, right? You know what I mean? He's, but just funny. If you guys don't know what mod is or what ska is, right? Certain style, music, everything, right? Actually, I fucked with ska back in the day and I used to wear fucking creepers and all that shit and everything. But anyways, Google it, right? Um, we chopped it up for a while, man, like almost an hour and shit and fucking, I would have chopped up for longer, but motherfucking Tyler wasn't wearing no mask. You know, he's young. He don't give a fuck about that type of shit. And uh, he might even have COVID. I, feel, I didn't ask him really to tell you the truth. We were getting so deep into car talk. And Tyler is really um, a car enthusiast, but not like these other guys on the internet are. He's a car enthusiast in a different way. And he's it's just, he's totally unorthodox when it comes to car shit. And he, uh, he loves cars. You know, he has some dope-ass fucking vintage cars. He obviously has an E30 uh, M3. He had a couple of McLarens ready. He still has a McLaren in, in his stable. But um, he wanted to see my Senna. So I pulled up on him on the Senna, you know what I mean? And just something about 
this time, this weekend, man. It just, man, my car just felt amazing. I took it through the fucking Sepulveda Canyons and shit and was carving some canyons. Some dude in the M5 was trying to test me. And tell you the truth, I was doing like 120 on Sepulveda. In the, in the, I was like, yo, I need to slow the fuck down. Car drives like fucking tits. It's just like some perfect, C, big C cup. It's just perfect. Perky. Just amazing. Anyways, Tyler fell in love with the motherfucking car. I, was, I would have let him drive it too. Like, I wasn't tripping, you know what I mean? But it was like, it was just, I don't know, it was weird. We got caught up in convo. He'll probably, I'll let him drive another time, you know. Um, like, Kylie's let him drive the fucking LaFerrari and all this other shit, you know, whatever. But anyways, he loved the car. I got him charged up now. So now Tyler wants to get a hypercar. So I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. But he pulled up in a very rare Italian rally race car. And I ain't going to lie, the motherfucker is a dope-ass car. Like, he's a... Shit, I almost said something. I was, there's a car I've been actually eyeballing for a long time. Never did it. I don't know, man. It's a weird thing, but um, he he might cop one. But yeah, he, he's got actually two uh, European Italian rally race cars, and they're fucking dope. He's tightened up his garage quite a bit. I'm actually impressed. He actually decided to do some fuck you shit, which has never been his style. But yo, it's always good seeing Tyler, man. That's my bro. Um, thank you for the drop, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually might have Tyler on the show. You know, I think he's just going to be a fucking terrible guest. He's going to sit here and make fart noises and ask me how many fucking dicks I touched and all this other shit and everything else. But I might have him on, you know, when he's got something to promote, maybe a new album or something. And um, I'm not going to give it away. All the fans know, look, anytime I make Tyler a new chain, like a big chain, a fucking album is coming. It's just literally like it's, I've done it for every single album he's done. Anyways, also this weekend, I did my good deed for the month. Um, I donated thousands of dollars of clothes to a BTB podcast loyal listener, very loyal. Um, shout out to my boy Gabe and uh, shout out to Jordan Winter, one half of the Dust Brothers Wonder Crew. Um, I gave him a shit ton of gear. And I mean like good shit, like fuck man. All the brand new staple Hello Kitty shit, the fucking Dodgers DRI fit stuff, um, Nike DRI fit, fucking Nike sweats, Golf wang, a lot of Tyler shit, you know, all that odd future, a lot of golf wang shit, Sergio Takini suits, some Kith shit, just all kinds of really, really good shit. And um, Face Clan sweats and, you know, just, yo, he got swag, all right? And it just felt so fucking good to clear out an entire closet of shit and just get it the fuck out of here. I'm going to definitely do another thorough cleaning of my closet. And uh, just really, I just, you know, ideally in a perfect world, I want to have five to six good white tees, right? Um, like three or four of them being Staffords that I can just replace all the time. There's these comfort colored white tees that I love just with the pocket. And then there's this Hanes Beefy Tee XL Tall that is just like reminds me just on some old school hood shit. It's perfect. And then human made and um, the fuck's ready-made, expensive, super expensive t-shirts, but they make some fucking amazing blanks. And then maybe like two random vintage black tees and then just have like some sweats, two, three pairs of jeans, two pairs of chinos, and like a bunch of random shorts. That's like what my entire feel be. I have one suit, have a couple other things. I'm just over it, man. I just want to be keep shit real simple. I've been rocking my fucking AP Casio, like, Almost every day. I just really don't wear watches like that anymore. 
just downsizing other parts that really matter. But you know what? I like to get fresh every so often. But, you know, when it comes to the kicks now too, I want to get rid of some kicks. I'll definitely donate those. But the ones that are worth like obviously a lot of money, I'll, I'll figure something out with that. But I'm just trying to tighten everything up, you know. Um, it's actually time for me to get rid of some of my Supreme, some of my Bape, put it up for sale on my um, on my website. You know, shit that I've worn, I might not wear again. I wore it several times and stuff. But like, you know, even some of this stuff that I got for free, I got gifted. Anyone who's listening to this that's from Bape or from wherever, look, man, bottom line is I did the fair exchange above and beyond. I repped the gear. I post it, I do everything. So whatever I do from that point on is I got no guilty conscience. You know what I'm saying? Like I did my due diligence. So, you know, it's just another thing to clear out that. But I just don't want to give, that stuff is just like giving out free money. It's just easy. So obviously those items will go on uh, bbdtc.com on my closet page. And um, I know a lot of you guys have been asking me to put up some more card holders because they go so fast, right? And I put them up for a really good price you know, for a couple hundred dollars. And uh, I got an Hermes card holder that uh, I just want to clean it a little bit. Not necessarily, this is like, you know, way leather stain. Some people don't get it, but it, the, it's perfect. It's in great condition. And I'm gonna throw it up there soon, probably for like 250 bucks on the cheap, whatever. But speaking of BBDTC.com, I am dropping my Bob Gibson autographs tomorrow morning, all right? At around 10, 10 a.m. Now, yo, my Bob Gibson autographs. I love this fucking card. You obviously know that Bob Gibson passed away recently. It's like in the last two weeks he's passed away. So again, there are only 56 cards for sale tomorrow. Okay. I tagged RIP on every single card, even the BBDTCs to make them a little more unique. Okay. Obviously I've lowered the price of these cards across the board. There is a good discount on there all right like several hundred dollars off on all the cards okay there's going to be a one of 50 bbdtc silver autograph bob gibson card there's going to be a one of five ben baller gold autograph card and then there will be a one single air it's a ted williams card and there's an air i fucked up on and i know that's going to go fucking fast so don't sleep you know the cards are going to be gone and that's it there's not going to be a one-on-one this time. Uh, Beckett BGS is taking a little longer than I thought for uh, some of these cars to get back and be slabbed and stuff and everything. But, you know, when they come up, those one-on-ones, they sell really well, you know. My George Brett autos might happen next week. I could get the cards this week. This week, I doubt it. Probably get them next week. And um, uh, last but not least, on the BBDTC.com website in the hobby section, I have a completed set of my Ben Baller Chrome series for sale, okay? It is a full set, card one to 200. This is the last completed set that I will ever put together and sell, all right? This is a dope low investment. I have only done two full sets, okay? So this is one of two. I didn't number them or nothing, but I could if you wanted me to. Don't give a fuck. I did sign the folder and... As a perk to buying this, you know, I am going to autograph whatever card you guys want me to from my BBDTC Chrome. Now, if you have a card in hand, like a, a die cut, refractor, whatever, you can send it to me. That's cool. But if you want me to autograph anything in the set, I will. I will legitimately give you one free Beckett BGS authenticated card 
for buying this last set. And um, the last set that I sold actually went for more money, but this is like a fair market price. It's going good. And what I'm gonna do is I'm also gonna add in some goodies, okay? Whoever buys this completed set, you can choose from three t-shirts, which are sold out and gone, and they're just like my personal real small stash. I have like maybe one or two of each. You could pick an LA BBDTC, which is the black BBDTC with the Dodger Blue Pantone 294-21310 T, or you could buy, I mean, you could take the Bay Area T, which has the, the Giants and the A's in the back, 41510, or you can get the San Diego limited edition T that says BBDTC, and then it says Dago in brown and gold, the OG Padre colors. And I'm gonna throw in a couple other special gifts, you know, the new red lighter that hasn't come out yet. Um, or you could actually choose your color. It could be blue, black, red. I got a few left, so I'm just kind of giving some things up. Um, none of those items are really available, okay? And then also, I'll throw in uh, this is not your practice life mouse pad, you know? And speaking of that, my this is not your practice life mouse pads are going to be up for sale this Friday, all right? Friday morning, I'm going to sell all those cool little office supply trinkets. The mouse pads are very high quality, no cap. They are thick. They're so dope. I am using it right now as I'm speaking to you, you know, reading fucking notes off the show. I only made 100 mouse pads. I don't think I'm going to re-up them. If I do, there's going to be a different saying, but they're really cool. They're cheap. They're fun. So don't sleep on those, all right? They'll sell out fast. Also, my red Ben Ballard the chain lighters will be going up for sale this Friday as well. Um, my black ones were Ben Ballard the chain. I may do a restock probably towards the end of the year down holiday time. And this red one is Ben Ballard the chain. My blue ones say this is not your practice life. Those red lighters will go on for sale this Friday as well. Along with, last but not least, this is not your practice life. Ben Baller post-it notepads, all right? I think those are so cool, and uh, they're just really cool, you know, motivational. To look at a mouse or look at some post-its with that motivational shit on there, I think that's dope, you know? And uh, the post-its are priced very low. So, yo, don't forget, tomorrow, Bob Gibson Autos, 10, 10 a.m., uh, Friday, the office supplies and the lighters and stuff, probably somewhere between 10 and 11 a.m. Um, by the way, real quick, sorry, Thank you so much for buying my Dynasty shorts uh, off of uh, collectandselect.com. Shorts are fucking incredible. Super great quality. They should get to you in two to three weeks. Um, we sold out in under a minute. It was fucking super fast. I'm very humbled. It was super dope. I can't wait to do a few more collabs with uh, with uh, Christian over at Collect and Select. He's a good dude, Asian Bay Area dude. Uh, actually, from the penis. So he's a Filipino dude. Um I am looking forward to meeting the 10 guys who bought the LA Hobby Boxes this weekend. Uh, don't forget, look, on Friday morning, my assistant will text message you the location of where we are going to meet. I'm only doing five people a day. Make sure you got your questions or things that you want to talk about. Make sure you are not sick. If you're asymptomatic, that's cool. Make sure you have a fucking mask. There might be some masks at the place. I'll have some backups. Please make sure you're wearing a legitimate good mask. Not nothing that looks crusty or old. If you motherfucker spent $1,100 on a box, I'm sure you could get a decent surgical mask or something. 
I will be checking temperatures before I meet you, but just make sure, you know what I'm saying? You're about to get the sickest box too, by the way. Like these boxes are so dope. Those fucking hats that Alonzo Valencia did, they're, they're so dope. The Dodger autographs came out really, really good. So I'm just, I'm really excited to meet you guys. And um, I decided to do a San Diego box. I was on the fence about it wasn't sure. And then I had like, you know, five or six guys inquire. And I was like, you know what? I think we could still move 10 of these. I'm not really tripping. Regardless, we're going to go, you know, make it happen. I already booked my hotel and um, there will only be 10 boxes, of course, you know, and they will go on sale next Friday. Not this Friday, next Friday, October 23rd, the San Diego boxes will go on sale. They will be meet up only in San Diego. And um, obviously, the location will be disclosed privately to those who are lucky enough to purchase the boxes. And um, those meetup dates in San Diego will be November 7th and November 8th. So make sure you're free on that Saturday and Sunday so that, you know, you obviously you can meet me in person or we can arrange something else. Just got to be local, right? I have set the prices for the San Diego boxes at a lower price and the price reflects on what's in the box. But you're going to get all the same shit pretty much, but there's actually some things in there that are even doper, okay? Because I held back some Tony Gwynn autographs for my Project 2020 because that card is so fucking amazing. A lot of people said it's the best card I did in 2020 so far. And um, the boxes will be 900 bucks because there isn't a special hat, but there's so many other cool things that I didn't put in the LA or Barrier box or the Seattle box, okay? I am making special BBDTC Dago t-shirts, okay? And I am making a custom set of You Keep It Classy San Diego post-it notepads just for that box, okay? So the 619ers, all you 619 cats, you're gonna get a lot of goodies, of course, and some sick autos. Of course, the BGS authenticated Padre autos, but most importantly, you are going to spit or get a chance to spit some free game with your boy, you know, and that's lit. You know what I'm saying? I get to meet you in person and get that cracking. So I'm super hyped to meet my fans in San Diego. I've actually never, no, I take that back. I did do a meet and greet um, a couple years ago for March and Ash for my VVS pens, but this is like more intimate, you know what I'm saying? And that's very soon. So I look forward to seeing you guys in the 619. Um, Seattle is in December. I can't wait for that. Don't forget, again, in fact, you know what? This week, I'm going to fucking leak the Seattle Mariners chain. I'm going to show you guys that chain. It is fucking beautiful. Uh, New York box, that will not happen until a vaccine is available. Once the vaccine is available, kind of like spread it, you know, for a month or so. So probably like mid, late February, um, I'll do a LA, I mean, I'll do a New York box. Obviously, uh, you have a choice between Mets or Yankees when it comes to autos for my Chrome. And then um, I got some other shit. Yo, the hat that we're making for New York is lit. Hat we're making for Seattle is fucking crazy, all right? And that is it for the hobby. That is it for BBDTC, all that shit. Four bit of random news, topics, whatever. But yo, if you guys follow me on Twitter and, and Instagram, obviously, if you saw my stories, I found this girl named Lainey Gardner. I think her last name's Gardner, I don't know. But her Instagram is at who is Lainey. I think her Twitter's the same. And uh, she's from Nashville, and she re she did a cover 
of the Fleetwood Mac Dream song that's going viral on TikTok, right? Super popular because of that Mexican dude, uh, Dogface420, who, by the way, I'm going to get into that conversation about that dude later too. Not on this episode, but another one. But I got to say, I was shocked to hear how fucking lit that girl Lainey did that cover. She killed it. I mean, she destroyed it. I was, I was literally taken back by it. I was so taken back that I actually reached out to her. I DM'd her because I was like, yo, I can help you. A couple things I want to do. One, I'm going to help her get verified, okay? That's a big fucking deal. She probably had no idea, whatever. I was going to get her signed possibly, you know, at the very least, get her definitely much more exposure than she has and help her do it the right way, right? I never do shit like this. In fact, I haven't been this motivated or this active to help somebody like in the music business since I met Drake and helped him on So Far Gone, everything last year and whatever. But I'm going to keep it a buck. I sent two DMs, you know, whatever, and complimenting her and then basically letting her know my resume and, you know, how I'm connected to music shit still. And, yo, she didn't reply. And uh, I liked her video, you know, boom. I uh, left a comment saying, yo, please check your DM. And she liked that. And so that means that she read the DM, you know, she saw booms to us. No idea what she thought. I don't know if she's fucking 15, 17, 20... Bottom line is, I, look, I don't give a fuck about, no one is trying to fucking creep on nobody. I don't do that. I don't send the fucking little snowflake like Quavo did to Sweetie. Look, I got a ton of celebrities to like her video and watch it. No bullshit. I've seen how many people fuck with me. You could see like who's looking at your videos, boom, boom. And then going back to her video and seeing she, they saw it there. I even got Casey Musgraves to listen and watch her video. Okay. Casey is the most poppin' singer the most famous, like, current singer, artist in Nashville. But even more so than that, okay? I've told you guys earlier before on this podcast that Casey beat Drake last year at the Grammys for Album of the Year, meaning she's huge, okay? And, like, I even told the girl, I was like, yo, Lainey, I even got Casey to look at your video. I can show you, like, yo, I can connect you with some people. And again, crickets, you know? So I ain't tripping. I, like I said, I just tried to help. I had ASAP Rocky's manager hit me. He's like, yo, I want to reach out to this girl. And I was like, all right, well, good luck, you know, because she didn't get back to me or whatever. Um, she put up a GoFundMe page and she was only trying to raise $1,000. And I think she raised like 1200 And she's like, thank you so much. I want to start promoting my music so I can get it out there on more platforms. And I'm like, yo, you don't get how big the machine is that I'm ready to put you up with that can literally set you right. You know, that's the real dream setup. But again, she didn't want to assist. Again, I didn't want anything or need anything in return. I ain't that type of dude. Like, I'm, like you know, unless I was going to do the managing myself, I don't want no money. I don't, want, I don't even want to shout out nothing. I don't need shit from her. I was just trying to help her. So, eh, her loss. And by the way, there is so much goddamn amazing talent on the internet or just in the world. Someone will find somebody in a fucking village somewhere in a third world country and it's just like, it, they have talent. With this girl, it's different because she didn't just have talent. She had delivery. She knew exactly what she was doing. She just, she really does have it. But without the right guidance, without the proper business motto, she just doesn't, she, you know, it just could stay in one place. And whatever, cool. Again, I did what I could. From the energy off her page, I can tell this girl wants to do this full time. Like for real, she wants to do this and she looks like she wants to be famous and everything. Yo, too bad. 
<laughs> some got it, some don't. It, and it could happen for Shorty, all right? But I'm just saying, there are a lot of other factors. I do wish her good luck. And I'm not salty. It's just more like, you're just more like disappointed when you're trying to help somebody and you really genuinely just trying to, you know, and again, I have no idea. Don't know the motivation. Maybe I fucked her mom. I don't know. No clue. Anyways, now, I got hit with some sad news on Thursday. My favorite lunch place in all of California. In fact, maybe maybe my favorite lunch place in the fucking country. Is it more lit than the pole lounge? It is more lit than the pole lounge. Is it more lit than the, the penthouse and, and the Waldorf and Beverly? Yeah, more lit than that. The plaza... Maybe Cipriani's on a certain day in Soho. I don't know. If it's not number one, then it's it's in a top three, right? But the Rotunda has closed its doors for good. They've fired the, the staff. Um, Neil Marcus has fired a bunch of their staff too. And look, the Rotunda in San Francisco is inside the Neil Marcus of San Francisco and Union Square. I am fucking devastated. All right. Like, no more popovers. Those popovers are so fucking good. That strawberry butter is just some whole other shit. The fact that they got a vegan menu, like vegan options, their Impossible Burgers, delicious. No more chicken consomme. I know my boy Dylan is listening probably, and that shit right there, man. No more lobster club sandwiches. Their lobster club sandwich is so fucking delicious. Beats the Bel Air Hotels. How about no more anything, all right? from that amazing place. I used to get tea there. I'd have fucking tea time. Get a fucking snack. They even have desserts. You name. They have full fucking bar. You'll fuck around and get sloshed if you wanted to. Then walk around and go do some shopping down Main and Lane and go to fucking St. Laurent or whatever. Go buy a ring at Harry Winston. Um, the fucking vibes. Unmatched. All right. My mom took me there 28 years ago for the first time when I was having a tough time during college. And, um, you know, we weren't like rich or nothing, but it was a nice place. We could eat, obviously eat somewhere decent, right? And even the air in there just hits different with that dome, the way the decor is, and the fucking view of the, all the glass. You got the view of Union Square. The privacy, that was what was so dope, the privacy with the meetings. You could even rent a, a private room in there, which is super dope. I had countless power meetings in there, all right? And I was never dressed apart, you know what I'm saying? Always like all some bratty, whatever shit. But I had some amazing, amazing meals there. I will cherish those meals. Sitting back and eating there and just peeping out the people in there. Like you got the mix of rich Chinese people that like live, you know, wherever. You got the old, rich, snobby white folks from Pacific Heights or like Presidio and shit. And then you got the new tech money. It's just like beautiful. All right, I'm gonna miss the fuck out of that place. Oh, man. I posted on my social media that the Rotunda was closing down. And it's so funny how you get stupid, dumb fuck Trump supporters. They're fucking cronies who are like, well, that's what happens when you vote for Gavin Newsom. <laughs> you know, you vote for... Like, fuck Gavin Newsom. I don't fuck with... Fuck Gavin. Like, I don't fucking like Gavin Newsom. And this is what happens when you... Nancy Pelosi... What the fuck are you talking about? How many times do I have to tell people that I am not a Democrat? Okay, how many times? All right, maybe a hundred of my legit Republican friends, okay, 
a hundred of them, 99 of them are voting for Biden. Okay. Enough is enough. Like you may not be racist. Like I said, like, Oh, uh, I voted for Trump, but you know, it's business. I'm not racist, but you know what it is? Racism isn't a deal breaker for you, but racism is the deal breaker for me. That's where it stops. That's where it ends. There's obviously way more flaws than that in Trump's fucking repertoire, but the division is just too crazy. So make sure you fucking go out and vote. As far as entertainment, the only thing I could tell you right now, and it's funny because me and Jordan are watching at the same time, and he's like, yo, man, that new American Pie on Netflix is pretty funny. And I screenshot this shit. I think I was a little further than him in it. And he was like, oh, shit, Grant Bynes think alike. And I ain't gonna lie to you. I had some funny moments. I had some chuckles. I had some gut little laughs. You know what I'm saying? Um, enough to recommend it. Check it out. What's the worst that could happen, right? But I do suggest if you have not seen the latest season of Last Chance You on Netflix, it's about Laney College in Oakland in the town. Please do so. In fact, I'd love you to do so in the next couple days because on Thursday, the next episode of this podcast, episode 124, we're going to have Coach Beam from Last Chance You, and then you'll be able to feel what I felt, all right? And it'll make it so much better. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is it. That's it. Another podcast episode in the can. Look at, guys, I want you to know something. I tweet out of pocket, say what I say, and I am who I am. I will never apologize for who I am, okay? First and foremost, I am not here to be liked. A lot of people want to be liked. They want to, I'm not here to be liked, okay? Being offended is a choice, okay? So just, just know those things. But always remember to make it a great day. All right, you guys. I love you guys for real. I really do mean that. Keep listening. Keep telling your friends. Get me some subscribers. You know what I'm saying? And, and yo, God bless BTB fam. Yo, Lakey. What's good, bro? You already know. Yup. Please take us out of here, Lakey Lake. All right, y'all. Peace.